Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten today by CenturyLink. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about how a holistic approach to IT modernization and IT acquisition is helping federal CIOs deliver IT services faster and more effectively. Our guest today is Dave Young, Senior Vice President, Strategic Government at CenturyLink. Dave has been on the front lines of the integrated telecommunications revolution, supporting federal agencies for most of his 30 years in the business. He's held senior leadership positions at AT AT&T, Lucent, Avaya, and Level 3 Communications, and then joining CenturyLink in 2017 when CenturyLink acquired Level 3. He's widely regarded in government circles for helping agencies make smarter use of IT infrastructure. Dave, welcome to the program. Glad to be here, Wyatt. Dave, you were just recently on stage at the IT Modernization Summit, uh, leading a discussion panel with top government IT leaders from the White House, the Department of Veterans Affairs, and the Small Business Administration. What was your takeaway about the progress federal agencies are actually making in modernizing government IT infrastructure? First of all, it was great being on stage with uh, Margie Graves, Maria Rote, and Charles Worthington and hearing their perspectives and getting their insights. My first takeaway was hearing about the panelists' own personal investment in driving innovation through the Technology Modernization Board across the entire federal government enterprise. The board's mission is to enable agencies to reimagine and transform the way they use technology to deliver their mission and services to the American public in an effective and efficient and secure manner. And they're using those learnings across agencies to share amongst themselves. It's really powerful. Second, I learned more about how the Modernization Board works and how it uses its reviews to award grants. The panelists are all very involved in reviewing each application and driving the selection process before finally approving any of the funds. But the positive work being accomplished is somewhat discouraging to hear because the radical reduction in funding from last year to this year it's going from $100 million of funds to $25 million. So a lot of good work, just not as much funds this year. Third, I walked away with the realization that modernization is not always about technology. They said technology is rarely the challenge, that the people are the challenge, how the people will adopt the technology The impact technology has on the process and procedures will require behavioral change. That's why it's important to have a thoughtful implementation plan that explains how the new technology will coexist with the existing technology. They take all of that into consideration before approving grants. And finally, there's an importance of having a quality baseline of information before starting on any technology modernization journey. It's refreshing to hear that the Technology Modernization Board considers all of these aspects before approving any of the funds. It was a really good panel. Well, I appreciate that briefing summary and some of your takeaways on that. Let's talk next about IT infrastructure and the importance of taking a holistic approach to modernizing. Based on what you heard at the summit, what's your sense for how agencies are doing to avoid just modernizing in silos? and taking a more holistic view of leveraging things like software-defined networks, unified communications, and cloud services, for example. So uh, for decades, we in and around the government viewed technology through a programmatic lens. So the entire nature of how government agencies designed and developed and even implemented these technologies was purposely siloed. 
Government had these unique requirements that they built unique systems for. Well, today it's totally different. The government is starting to realize the benefits of incorporating business or enterprise technologies like software-defined networks, like unified communications, cloud, security services, all these technologies being brought into the agency environments. Instead of building these custom solutions, we're taking commercial off-the-shelf solutions, modifying them for government, primarily around either FedRAMP or FISMA, let's say, and because of the reality that all these technologies layer on each other, it's like when a finance application is released, you must understand how that finance application's usage on the network will impact the overall performance. And whatever piece of technology you're considering, you have to understand its security posture. It's just an imperative in today's environment. So it's an entire wrapper because everything is so intertwined Everyone must be careful that the introduction of a new technology does not cripple the entire enterprise. Agencies need to take this holistic approach for everything they do around technology. Those are some great points. And thinking about the role of acquisition in all this, I'm curious, looking out over the next couple of years, what do you see as the most important technology acquisitions for the future of government? Well, that's a good question. There's a lot of technologies available. What I believe is the government spends a lot of money on technology every year. It's about how the agencies buy that technology. There are contracts where technology has become so itemized, the government prescribes exactly which components they want to acquire. I'm not sure that's the best path. If we could get the government to refocus their procurement ideas to identify their desired outcomes that they're trying to achieve, then technology companies can build the right solution with the right components. This would remove the government from being responsible for picking the exact right components and let the technology experts do that instead, which can also help the technology company keep the systems current and up-to-date. When we get to manage an IT project based on an outcome or expectation, we're not locked into a specific CLIN or a specific piece of technology. We can adapt for that goal and evolve at a much higher rate and achieve a much better outcome for the government. So what I'm talking about really is about a partnership between government and industry where sharing is valued. This is really at the core of how I describe IT modernization. It's a lifestyle, something that we've got to do every day for now until forever. It's something that's always evolving and never, ever finished. If government and industry are working together on a common outcome, it changes everyone's perspective. So the precursor to a question about which technology agencies need to adopt is how can we change how government buys technology in the first place? Well, and I believe some of the more recent contracts out of GSA are trying to get us in that direction. CenturyLink earned pivotal spots on two huge GSA government-wide acquisition contracts, the EIS contract in 2017 and the Alliant 2 contract in 2018. Uh, briefly, how well are agencies actually leveraging those contracts, and what's your advice to agencies to use those contracts to best advantage? Well, I like the word huge. I can't wait. But the reality is both contracts are just starting. CenturyLink received our Alliant 2 ATO in July of 2018, and our EIS ATO was just awarded in March of 
2019. So the fair opportunity process on both contracts is really just in its infancy. It's, we expect a much higher rate throughout the summer months this year. But like the executive office of the president and OMB, we would like to see more statement of objectives-based fair opportunities. We like to see more interactions with agencies that do not include RFP, RFQ. We would like to see more interaction. Private industry itself spends a significant amount of time evaluating the newest technologies, learning and exploring about them before they go into the actual buy component. So in government, I'd like to see us create a new conversation that supports learning about the technology's actual use case. Then we can share learnings about the technology transitions, how those different technologies fit into various processes and procedures, as well as how they impact people. I think it's a, a much broader, holistic approach. So let's discuss what an agency is trying to achieve first and then work together to build a solution around that goal. It's really about fair opportunity that's objective-based versus CLIN-based. And that's really what I think the big difference would be in how agencies would use these contracts. Great. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Dave Young, thanks for joining us to share your perspective on how agencies are progressing with their IT modernization efforts and the importance of leveraging GSA's acquisition vehicles to achieve those efforts more holistically. I'd like to thank the folks at CenturyLink as well for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage of IT modernization and digital transformation in government at fedsgroup.com. For more information on CenturyLink solutions, go to centurylink.com federal. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.